We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in to this Monday edition Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here today. It is Georgia week and Ole Miss has gotten there eight and one on the season. They get the free shot we've been talking about while not talking about for several weeks now, but time to uh, make it the priority is the Rebels have a lot in front of them as we get into the second week of November college uh, game day headed to Athens this week. It is a night game for the Bulldogs and Rebels. So we'll get into all that, lines for the week, other games, and much more, including the significance of Saturday's matchup between the Hedges there at Stanford Stadium. Sanford Stadium, before we uh, get into that, though, all podcasts brought to you by Twisted T on the MPW Digital Podcast Network and the Oxford Exxon, as always, gearing up on the uh, 10-year anniversary with uh, Ben and David and those guys with the Oxford Exxon. Appreciate them every day. And you can uh, help us out with that appreciation by stopping in. They got the beer cave, 34 degrees. Pick up your alcoholic beverages. If you're not going to Athens, hey, still need some uh, some alcohol, good or bad, there on Saturday. So let them use the beer cave to help you out with that. You got another home game coming up, ULM, next week. If you need a little catering done, ribs, pulled pork, side items, vegetables, desserts, and much more. Plenty of options there with the Oxford Exxon, including those lunch specials. And again, Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is up to you. You can um, take that quote, shop it around, or you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. Corey and the people at Clark Ford, they want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove to you what that means when you make the call. 662-257-1900. We'll probably have a good many guests over the course of this week. Join on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic is in Oxford now. 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. The Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. 
So I'm, I'm just curious here. A lot of places to open up, but after the week that was with Lane and Jimbo and all the stuff and the festivities, 3835, almost knocking off Texas A&M. I guess I forgot to mention that, but all you guys certainly are aware of that by now. I would assume most people are aware. Was it deadpan sarcasm or what was the, uh, what was the situation around Lane's quote where he uh, said Jimbo was almost ready for a breakthrough because I cackled reading the, uh, the quick hit nature there of, uh, of that from, from Mr. Kiffin. I just think it was. I, just think it <laughs> I was, mean, good God! I just think it was his parting his parting shot. Um, I, they don't play next year. It's going to be a minute. He'll I, never play Jimbo at Texas A and M again. I mean, I'm not a big never person, but but very I would, unlikely. I would go very very unlikely. Look, if I mean, not hey, to, they made some adjustments. They're real close to a breakthrough, guys. Not, not to go down this road too far, but if they don't have Max Johnson this week. And, can, the, and the level of checkout that's going to happen inside that program, there's state is so bad. I get it. So bad. I get it. I'm just saying, if you can't score, the other team doesn't have to do a whole lot. My state can't score either, but that's another. Th- I'm just saying. It's interesting. It's look, they're there. They they have four losses. They're five and four. They'll beat Abilene Christian. They'll, they'll be they'll be bowl eligible. Yay! But. They have a big decision to make, and I mean it's a seventy-seven million dollar decision. By the time you include staff, oh really? All of that seventy-seven million dollars. Ross has lost a lot of weight. He's got a lot of stress going on right now. I didn't, I didn't see Ross. No, I, I did not personally see him, but I was told that he'd stand up. Okay. That he had good for him. Yeah, yeah, it's fine, yeah. whatever. But I just got probably probably got a little on his mind right now there in uh, in College Station. But yeah, I just. Lane just kept it coming. I, I will say this. With all the sort of post-game stuff that came out, I, I I guess I missed some of it. Not, I mean, not I mean, accidentally because I try to keep up. But the A&M uh, guys all putting the, the flex stuff on Ole Miss's Instagram and that appearingly to uh, be a bit of a hornet's nest there inside the program over the week. I think with players it was. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Or just even A&M, like, Guys, look around. What have you done to take on? And I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, it's sort of like when we go, hey, don't don't poke Alabama or Georgia. I mean, if you're A&M, why are you poking anybody? The hell have you done? I mean, just just saying. And it was also a good point Lane made yesterday that you know, we're kind of giving a quick recap and we'll get, we'll get on, is it didn't hit me in real time how good Ole Miss was at not retaliating Saturday because it was pretty ugly at times and mm-hmm. a lot of personal fouls. I and mean, I told you, I said, this is a violent football game right now. Every hit seemed to be a little magnified and in full speed. And even this year, you've seen – Well, Lane's probably about to recruit about 10 of those guys out <laughs> of the portal. So <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> he, he may have said, hey, let's not over-piss them all. I, I mean, I, but I'm, you know what I mean? I'm I mean, like, I mean, Pettis there. I mean, usually Pettis fights back. Let's just be honest. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I <laughs> go ahead. It's not worth it. I mean, I, I watched that play as it unfolded. I had binoculars on that play, and that that explosion that didn't. It wasn't sudden. Let's put it that way. It had been a minute. It had been a minute. Um, I, I, I there was there was some body placement that I think led to some ah. some of the frustration. I am a little surprised that they didn't get hit a couple times on with personal fouls on Dart for pushing and stuff. I mean, they, there was a lot of extracurricular toward Jackson well, at the end of plays. You know, Lane was asked about officiating yesterday, and he kind of made a joke about some of the holding stuff. That crew had... Was that a true stat? 
I think it was a true stat. Um, but he was more concerned with quarterback safety, the the hits on on Dart that he felt like came late or after the you know or whatever that were excessive. And then he was asked about the hit in the Alabama game that knocked Jaden Daniels out of the game, and he, like everyone else, was just flabbergasted that that wasn't called. I I, I don't to this moment don't know how that wasn't called. And then it was celebrated in the Alabama media. Well, be, forget the media. I, I I don't know how I don't know how that wasn't called. I don't know how that didn't. I mean that that was the definition of targeting on a quarterback, mm-hmm. and then driving the quarterback. I mean, he violated like three of the rules, and it didn't even get a penalty. Didn't even get reviewed. That was to me in a, in a weekend of Daniels came back in for like a play or two, clearly concussed, and yeah, then they got him. Out they of got the him game. out of there. Yeah. He was doing the kind of the eye stuff that you yeah, always yeah, yeah. notice. No, they, their their people caught it fast. I think he played one play, and they got him out. The stat lane mentioned was that the crew that was calling the game yesterday had called eighteen holding penalties to this point this season, and six of those have been on Ole Miss and Ole Miss games. I yeah. believe that is the correct interpretation of right. what he, he said. He made some comment to them before the game in a joking manner about you know give us a break or whatever, and he said I. I don't remember the exact quote. He, uh, he some, it didn't help. Basically, something was, along the lines of it. It, it didn't. Uh, he didn't help. He did didn't, not resonate with. He, the well, officials. He, he says he he thought he probably made it worse. Made it worse. Uh, I mean, look, you saw the lack of A and M excitement around the thing. I mean, I, I know a, like, the airport was busy, but that was a light A and M crowd on Saturday. They didn't bring a lot of people. Yeah, at all. No. I mean, it was just kind of. We'll see. Uh, it appears Ole Miss got out fairly healthy, the best I can tell. I haven't seen any Jared Ivey update. I haven't either. That's the only thing that I would think would go into today being a question. Um, if he's not made available to media today or tomorrow, I'll probably be like, oh, maybe he's maybe he's hurt. I anticipate Tuesday's access will be eliminated. It's been eliminated for weeks now. So I don't think we'll see what whatever it doesn't. That appears to be over. Yeah. Best I can. Know. Or we'll, we'll get it next week for ULM. We got it for Vanderbilt. Oh, was it last week? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Georgia coming off a 30-21 win against Missouri. They've won 26 in a row now. Is that the correct stat? No. Um, I think it's 26. I think it's 26-42 of their last 43. Oh, really? Just my, yeah, It was in my in 10 thoughts. The numbers are just insane. I mean, it's it's a... One of those deals where people will look back and say, "Gosh, I wish I had known these were the good old days when they were the good old days." These are the good old days. It is a it is an incredible run that, that Kirby Smart has put together at Georgia. They've had some listless first halves this season. Missouri gave you a bit of a blueprint. Missouri was able to run the football. It would have win some matchups on the outside. Again, we'll hit this all week in a thousand different ways. But if you're Ole Miss and you pop in the tape, it's relative to what you're up against. I think that is the key for the week when we talk about this in any way is that you're still playing the best program in the country at their yes. place who hasn't lost in multiple yes. seasons. Yes. like They're very, very good. Gettable is not the same as, hey, State's real gettable in two weeks. Like, different animals. Here's the thing. Beast. Missouri's good, too. I mean, the, the, yeah. Missouri's a really good team. And, and so Missouri leading in the third quarter is not necessarily a sign of weakness on Georgia's part. It's not necessarily a sign of vulnerability on their part. Eli Drinkwitz has done a very good job 
at Missouri in the same time frame that Lane Kiffin has done at Ole Miss. I mean, both of them, frankly, it's a credit to Keith Carter. It shows you the two people that he was really considering are, are pretty good program builders. I hadn't really thought about it like that until I was oh. walking through it in my head. I mean, the guy. Oh, that's interesting. You know, he, he knew what he was doing. That's interesting. He knew what he was doing. Eli's done a really good job at Missouri. I know people like to make fun of him and all that. So whatever. He's, he's done a really good job. They're a very competitive team. And that's two years in a row now that they've given Georgia fits. So I, I, I think we almost have to go back and revise what we said about last year a little bit. Maybe they create some matchup issues. Maybe they, they do some things that, that Georgia doesn't like. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Even, I'm not responding to that. Sorry. Never mind. What? This bait. I almost took it. <laughs> just, just. It's Monday. I saw the. I, I, I thought I saw something. Then I realized no, that's a, that's a hook. Okay. I mean, look, Missouri Ole Miss will be a very entertaining game. No doubt about that. If Missouri played Ole Miss, yeah, yeah, yeah it'd be a really entertaining game. Much points, just, stuff, just, whatever. You just realize sometimes you just can't. You can't. You can't have conversations. There are some people that there is no context. There is. It's never, never, ever context or nuance. It's just meatloaf Monday, taco Tuesday. Those people exist. Deal with it. Yeah, I mean, I know. In a retrospective of Keith's search, I think it's very relevant here um, because. His three guys that he wanted were Mike Norvell, Lane Kiffin, and Eli Drinkwitz. Yeah. All been very successful in their respective jobs relative to the expectations at those institutions. 100%. In every way. Yep. I mean, I, I think that's a – you know, look, I mean, it's it's not something we're doing a show on today at all but because we'll get through the year. I mean, there'll be a time for this. But between that and getting Keith hired and everything, I mean, getting Beard hired and everything, Keith's had a pretty damn good run. Yes, 100%. I mean, 100%. they've won a lot – Stuff. I mean, I know baseball's been complicated, but in the two sports that are revenue sports, done a hell of a job. I mean, we'll get into basketball here in a little while, but I don't think anybody anticipates that it is a question whether Chris Beard is going to win if he hangs around Oxford for a long time. It's just a matter of how long it will take. Yes. At this point. Chris Beard's some kind of impressive. His press conference on Thursday. There's a story up at rebelgrove.com. There's basketball and 10 thoughts. There's a, there's a good bit of basketball content up on the site if you uh, are looking for it. Ole Miss opens the season tonight at 7 against uh, Alabama State. But he uh, he he was he worked eight years with Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight passed away last Wednesday at the age of 83. And Chris was – he wasn't like crying, but he was emotional about it. Obviously, they, he considers – Bobby Knight, the second most influential man in his life after his father. Um, but his answers to questions are just so detailed. He's he's really good. I mean, he's 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 very impressive. And yes, he will he will win here. It might not happen this year. I do think expectations are too high for this season, barring transfer help. Yeah, if, I do think people are getting a little. They, they have to. You have again. We're going to get basketball. I, I know we don't need to leave basketball today, but Texas Tech took two years. He was frankly average to bad his first year in Lubbock, and then he went to the Elite Eight in year two. Yes, now, I'm not saying the Elite Eight next year. Just saying that's. Well, if you told me that Ole Miss made an NCAA tournament run this year or next year, I would put all of oh, my money yeah, on yeah, next yeah, year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, 
I just I, I don't want to be the guy that lowers expectations, but if you're going to the pavilion tonight for the first time in a long time and you're like expecting to see a a team that looks like a a Sweet 16 team, you're going to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. If you go to the pavilion tonight looking to see that the program is clearly in a transition. Watch him coach. Watch how they act. Watch all those kind of things and go, hey, this is the very beginning of what is supposed to be the most fun time as a sports fan, which is the build. Yes. The build is more fun than the wins in a a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. Stress is is low. Just go, look, they're going to go beat, they're going to beat one or two teams at home. They're not supposed to beat this year. You're going to have some hell of, you're going to have a couple of hellaciously good nights. Agreed. Just enjoy it. And then there's going to be some nights this year that you don't have enough talent. Period. There are teams in the league. Yeah. Like Dwight says, Beard didn't have the portal at Texas Tech year one. I'm I'm telling you, they don't have enough this year. There are people that you can't, they're not ready. See, you just bit the hook. There are people. Cisse is not eligible. Brandon Murray is not eligible. They have to have those two guys eligible to make the big run. Absolutely. It's just they, they don't have the portal because those two guys aren't eligible. When you compare them to the teams at the top of the league, they don't have enough talent. There's not enough. Simple as that. But they will be fun to watch. They will play very, very hard. You will see a team that is... I mean, I wouldn't put a gun to my head and go shoot me if they don't make the tournament. I'm just saying he's going to have to do one hell of a job. I mean, yeah, and they and they have to stay 100 percent healthy. Yeah, and a couple of guys would have to play out of their minds for them to make the tournament. And then the league. This is the other thing. If you are hoping for Ole Miss to make the tournament, and I know you are, you need the league to play really, really well in November and December. Yeah, you need. You need the rest of the league to win non-conference games at a stunning rate. You need some of the teams at the top of the league to be even better than people think they are so that those are net, so that it pulls you up. So jump in here. We'll get in the lines after the next break or after the break. Um, I looked it up this morning. So tons of talk and we did it on the post game so listen to the post game show there toward the end I did it with jeffrey at the end and with neil when when he had on what this game is for Ole miss historically program stuff and i'm not going to spend a ton of time on it in a couple different ways i get that everybody's excited i get that it is a huge game and it is a, it is a incredibly huge game because we're even having the conversation of where to put it i mean mm-hmm. i think there is context in that to you don't have to go hey it's the biggest game freaking ever to go, it's a huge game, and even having that conversation shows that in this in this factor. However, in saying that, everybody acts like this is the biggest game the program's ever played. It's just not true. Mm-mm. 100%. And I know that shouldn't annoy me, but it does. I'm getting frustrated as I see it over and over because I have to then argue the other side, and that is wasting my time on something I shouldn't have to argue. Ole Miss has played for SC Championships. Ole Miss has played for SC West Championships. You want to go completely in the program history, they've played for national championships. And they have won those. Yeah, I, I get there wasn't a playoff, but you know what I mean. I don't, I'm not a historian on it. I just, I mean, 1990, they were eight and one, start the year just like they are now, and they played Tennessee for the SEC championship. Yeah, okay, big game. I get that this would set up things because here's your question: If you go, hey, nope, national title, it's the biggest game since the modern era. Okay, your argument would be: Is this a bigger game from a percentage chance of getting into the playoff than the Arkansas game in 2015? Oh. Had both those teams won out, which would have a higher chance of making the college football playoff at that point? That would be your question. Because from a national championship standpoint, 
modern era this prop yeah those are the two things that would definitely come to my mind um in that situation i, I don't know who won the national title in 1990 i have no clue but i don't know um i think that's where you would look i, I pulled up the college football playoff predictor earlier today went to Ole miss and here's how the FPI, the ESPN uh, power ranking thing, has the season playing out from a power ranking standpoint. They give Ole Miss a 31% chance of beating Georgia and Athens on Saturday. They give Georgia a 69% chance of winning that game, 69-31. Okay. They nice. give Ole Miss a 99% chance of beating ULM the next Saturday. That's 1% too low, but sure. Yes. And they give Ole Miss an 83% chance of winning in Starkville. Okay. Sure. That's statistically an overwhelming favorite. Yes. So don't get bogged down in that by any means. I mean, I think it's 85%, but whatever. I'm, I'm not if Ole Miss were to win out, <laughs> yes. again, based off FPI, or whatever their computer formula is, they give Ole Miss a 23% chance of making the college football playoff. Okay. That's it's about good. right. I mean, before you told me the number this morning, I, I guessed 25%. You did. So I was close. Um yeah, I mean, look, if Ole Miss wins out, it, it's obvious that Ole Miss is not going to the SEC championship game. Alabama is going to win the West. Alabama would have to lose to Kentucky and Auburn for Ole Miss to have – and Ole Miss would have to win out for Ole Miss to get to Atlanta. The odds of that are remarkably low. Um, so Ole Miss would have to have help because Ole Miss would not be a, quote, champion. And see, that's, see, that's a good question. Biggest, if you won the game, biggest win in the modern era? Yes. yes 100%. That's, I, I said that, that is, Saturday. That's a completely different question. But a loss. The, big, the biggest win and the biggest game are two different yes. conversations. But a loss is not devastating in, in, no in way. any shape, form, or fashion. If you come back and beat ULM and beat Mississippi State, and like you, I think those things are going to happen, you're 10-2. and two. Brett McMurphy, who's very good, pretty dialed in, says that he would project Ole Miss in the Cotton Bowl if that were the case. Look, if you're 10-2 and two this year, you're th- I, I call it your three of the Kiffin era yeah. because I throw the COVID year out. Yeah, sure. Other people can call it year four. I'm not going to argue with you. It's yeah, fine. whatever. Whatever. It's fine. If in year three of the Kiffin era, you've had two 10-win seasons and two access bowls, you're in great shape. There are only two programs in the entire conference who would scoff at that. And they're the ones that are winning all the championships. Georgia and Alabama. They're the elite cream of the crop of the league. And no one can question it. I don't think anybody tries anymore. But Ole Miss would, if in that scenario, would have positioned itself as the favorite to be the number three program in the country moving into this new era. And I think that's really significant as they advance to a 12-team program by playoff. Look, you're picking. There is something to that because you're still using committees and all kind of stuff and Ole Miss having an access bowl two of three years and having name value can absolutely win tiebreakers next year when it's necessary. Yes. But like for this year, 100%. There's a 77% chance that even if Ole Miss wins on Saturday, it's the same result as if it loses. Yeah. From a straight tangible bowl game it does not change 77 percent per espn yeah and here's the thing about the arkansas game in 2015 i just don't allow myself because i covered that program and i covered that coaching staff i just don't allow myself to assume that okay they would have won all the rest of the lsu mississippi state florida yeah because they had to win this title too they would have gotten 
tighter than a snare drum in Starkville forever. Yeah. I mean, my God, they would have ratcheted up the tightness in that place. It would have been the, 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 it just would have been a different environment around them. And even then chase, they would have been a big debate. Okay. What do we do? They lost at Memphis. That team lost at Memphis. There's no guarantee that they get into a playoff. I think they do, but they would have had to leave either Ohio State or Alabama out. And so there's a lot of assumptions that go into that game. Mm-hmm. Nobody approached that game in 2015 going, I tell you what, this Arkansas game tonight is the It's big- a college football playoff this game. This is yeah, the yeah. biggest game in program history. Nobody, I never heard that one time from anyone. Yeah. So then you're going back to like 14 when it was Auburn Ole Miss, three versus four, but then you still had to win left. a lot of games. There was still a lot of games left. Yeah. And so I, it, and state was rolling that season. Yeah, and this is this is different. And, no. in, and in 2015, state was good. Yeah, it would be the biggest win. It would be a handful of biggest games. Yeah, it's fair. It's a. I think someone's maybe I don't know who said it. It's a. It's a big opportunity. It's a great. Yeah, it's a huge. It's a huge opportunity. If you win, you create a three week deal where people are going to talk about. Okay, well, what about Ole Miss? I mean, because what's Ole Miss's resume at that point? Well, they, 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 the only loss was at Alabama, and people would start giving some context to that loss. They had a lot of guys out. They beat LSU. Now, LSU could end up with a bunch of losses, and people go, ah, no big deal. Um, well, frankly, the thing in college football teams don't do that. It's beat everyone's supposed to beat. Yeah, they, they beat Texas A&M. They beat Tulane. The Tulane game That's would suddenly point. have some, some yeah. sauce to it. There's a chance the Georgia Tech game could suddenly start to have a little sauce to it. Um, on and on. It's not and the then, worst resume in the world. No, it would be. And then they went to Georgia and did something that no one's done in five years. They beat the best program in the country. Mm-hmm. So you would have this compelling argument. Yeah. And on the flip side, it would be, but they didn't win their league. What do we do about this? So it would make the next few weeks pretty interesting where you would be cheering for chaos in the in the Pac-12. You would be cheering for someone, preferably in the championship game, to beat Florida State. You would want – you would want – you wouldn't mind a NCAA or Big Ten stepping in on Michigan. You would need some help, but you'd have a chance. Yeah, and you'd be in the conversation. And being in the conversation has and value. you'd be in the clubhouse. You don't yeah. have to play that game. Everybody else got to play. You'd need help because championship weekend gets screwy. Sure, you'd need help, but you'd be in it, and you would yeah. be talked about a lot. And from a every day, and from a viability standpoint, Huge. and a recruiting standpoint, portal and all of those standpoint. things, portal standpoint, Lane could spend three weeks on the damn stump. Yes, it would be massive. Now, again, a loss, Cool. if at the end of the season you look up and you went 10-2 and two and your two losses were at Alabama and at Georgia and you're in the Cotton Bowl playing, I don't know, Texas or yeah. whoever. Washington, Oregon, it's, whatever. It's difficult for me to go, boy, that was a failure. Yeah, no, you had a hell of a season. In a year when the over-under was 7.5. And, and you won 10. You won 10 with yeah. a chance to win 11 and go into a – Going into a new era of college football with an absolute ton of momentum, I, so it's a it's a huge opportunity. But I don't, I, I, it doesn't it doesn't feel like there's some climactic thing to it. Like if you lose, boy, you're, you're gonna look. No, back. no, no, no. Like no, I don't no. think I don't. Here's the thing: I can remember being on the field. I was covering it from in Mobile. I was doing SEC game of the week, and they sent me to Oxford for LSU Ole Miss. Yeah. Because my bosses at WNSP were livid that I wasn't in Tuscaloosa or Auburn, wherever the Iron Bowl was. I remember that. And I can remember being down on the field at the end of the Ole Miss LSU game. 
when Eli Manning tripped. Yeah, Doug buckles and fell over. And I can remember a couple of people that were near me said, it's going to be a long time before they're back in this spot. Felt like, boy, that was a real blown opportunity. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone in Athens at the end of a game Saturday where Ole Miss just comes up short as the clock ticks to zero in that scenario. I don't know that anybody could say, boy, it's going to be a long time before Ole Miss is that close again. My answer would be like, yeah, it could be next year. Mm-hmm. That could be right back in this deal next November. A 12-team playoff with a chance to play for a title? No, easily. Yeah. College football powerhouse beats top 10 team at home. Okay, move on to next week. Yeah. Cool, sweet. So you're not going to fall on the polls? So I think that's the difference. You know, I mean, again, I, I'm not going back into the 50s and 60s and stuff because I just don't remember. I, I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. even born. So I don't know. I'm not trying to minimize the accomplishments of those people, but I, I don't know the the I can't I can't different era. I, I mean, can't can. put context to it. But there's some context. In two thousand three, when that game slipped away, when someone said it's gonna be a minute before Ole Miss is back here, well they were right. It was a minute. It it was it was that that had a deflation to it. I don't know that Saturday, if Ole Miss loses, it's all that deflating. No. I mean, going into the season. I don't know anyone. I'm sure there was somebody out there who has red and blue glasses who puts W's on everything. I know no one who, when they did their win-loss toss, did anything with Georgia but put an L by it. Mm-hmm. That's not a knock on Ole Miss. It's a credit to what Kirby's done at Georgia. He's yeah. built an absolute superpower. Yeah. So go kick it off. We'll see. Continue the conversation in a second. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation. Delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual twisted tea. Turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team and you're tailgating in the stadium, parking lot, watching in a bar, or hosting friends at home. It's there to elevate your experience. It complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted tea, the drink that feels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We'll have a post-game show on Saturday night. That'll be brought to you by Dead Soxy. It's deadsoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE. Get uh, 25% off the absolute best socks you'll ever put on your feet. They've uh, sponsored our post-game show now for two seasons. We really appreciate those guys. So if you're doing some early Christmas shopping, um, check out Dead Soxy. You'll be glad you did. Uh, I'll have a post-game column on Saturday as well. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you're searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney at Whitney at TMHomes.com or 662-567-2573. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? Are you already retired? Should you consider Roth conversions? These are just some of the questions that can only be answered with the personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. We'll have a, a hand raise, guys, probably late Thursday afternoon, probably around 5-ish. That's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call our friends at Comer, 
1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. And uh, download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville, Memphis, some in Indiana, and more coming soon that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. And before you head to Athens this weekend, stop by the College Corner. Two locations in the Jackson area, one in Oxford as well. The one in Oxford in the Oxford Commons right off Sisk Avenue. More than 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear. It's collegecornerstore.com. Podcast is brought to you by Tyson Drugs and GNM Pharmacy. GNM in Oxford. You know, they handle MedSync, which allows you to fill your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you with that. They also transfer your medications for those who need the uh, help with that. You make one phone call, they take care of the rest. You can leave those big box pharmacies. And then um, they also uh, are doing their um, appointments right now for the uh, flu shot. That includes, obviously, everybody recommends 65 and older patients getting a high-dose flu shot. Get that from GNM or Tyson Drugs. You can make appointments. They make it easy. They get you out fast and efficiently with that. That's GNM in Oxford, 662-236-2222, or Tyson Drugs, 662-252-2321. Someone asked, what would this game, what would we be saying if this were a 12-team playoff year? They would be playing for a home game. You'd be playing for a home game. You would just be going, hey, don't get blown out. Yeah, you're you're cool. Just don't get blown out. Don't go drop a forty-two to nothing game. Play well. Go beat ULM. Go beat State, and sit at the house in the playoff while everybody else is playing games. Yeah, that's that's what the conversation would be. Next season's from a football standpoint. Next season's going to be a lot of fun. More games, more meaning. The people that say it's cheapening the regular season, you're completely wrong. It actually is keeping the regular season relevant longer for more multiple more teams. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get the lines for the uh, week a little bit. Let's see. Get your Tuesday games again. 
all state, Northern Illinois, Central Michigan, Western Michigan, Ohio, Buffalo, all the action. Mm. Akron, Miami of Ohio, Bowling Green, Kent State, Eastern Michigan, Toledo on Wednesday, all three of those. Virginia and Louisville on Thursday. Could the Hoos pull a shocker? Probably not. 20-point underdogs there in Louisville. Probably not. It's the Cardinals. I don't hate them covering that line, though. It's a big no. number on a Thursday. They could cover the line. Losing to Lafayette Southern Miss on Thursday night. The Cajuns and the Golden Eagles. You got to really like football to watch that. Lafayette by 12 is the spread in this one. I mean, you have to really, really, really like What was the Southern score this past week? Mm, they beat ULM pretty easily. Really, really? Yeah. ULM's bad? Well, it's getting close to finals. Okay, gotcha. I mean, we're out of water ski season. It's getting cold. It's getting cold, and we're studying. They don't just hand out those decrees. SMU minus 16 and a half against North Texas. SMU still, are they still winning? Are they still in that group of five discussion? These are questions that I don't know the answers to. I can ask Siri. (laughs) Hey, Siri, who won the SMU football game? SMU barely prevailed over Rice by a score of 36 to 31 last Saturday. SMU beat Rice 36 to 31. They're seven and two. But they have won. God. They're seven and two. Losses to TCU and Oklahoma, too. But TCU's, yeah. TCU's in good. I mean, Tulane wins out there in. Because Air Force has lost to Army now. I don't know who else is in this. Didn't just lose to Army. Got popped. Smoked. How does that happen? The week before, I'd bet on Army against UMass. And UMass destroyed Army. And then a week later. Is it because they both run the same things? Although, does Army still do that? What does Army do offensively now? Triple option. Is it triple option? Yeah. They're so similar that just weird things can happen. Air Force fumbles a couple times. and I don't know. Did you bet on Air Force? Two weeks? No. Bet on no, Arm? this past week. No, I, did, I, I left it alone. I have a hard time believing that Red Lashley would be in the mix at Texas a and That's not big enough for the Aggies at this point. You don't fire Jimbo for $76 million and hire Red Lashley. Look, if you're firing Jimbo, you're going... You're doing splash. You're doing Urban Meyer type stuff. You're committing another hundred million to somebody. Yeah. Just. <laughs> but 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 I mean we're jumping around it's and that's fine. okay. My God, that team looks good getting off the bus. I mean they 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 look. It's what is the most baffling part of all this is they look like that and they play like that. They can't win close games. They have no culture and chemistry around the program at all. It's just awful. It's not Petrino's actual system. Still running Jimbo's crap. And yet, and and I, I, fan base, I don't know. But some of the fan base, some of the media stuff, like it's what I don't get about the arrogance and it's what makes it so fun to root against them and all their stupid traditions and all their stuff is that they've never won. It's not even like, hey, yeah. in the good old days, and we're getting back, and you idiots down below us, they've never won, and they've been dominated by their in-state rival their entire existence, and yet they thumb their nose at everyone. It's like, I, I will what? say their band is really good. It, it, it is. Did You're you right. stay for the you, – you, you left. Yeah, but I, I've seen them. Yes, they were very good. The, the band performance was – I mean, it was amazing. They're very good. Kudos. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, it was sure. It was really entertaining. Sure. All the marching in lines and stuff, and it looks like a matrix moving on the field. It's really impressive. The timing is precise. Maybe they should hire the ba- the band coach. Oh, to coach football. He's more precise. 
lot more disciplined in the band yes. than the team than the football team. It's just there's a correlation miscommunication in this that I've never really understood for Texas A&M. It just baffles me. Wyoming and UOV is your late game on uh, Thursday if you really need a late game on Thursday for some reason. Starts at 9.45. I'm good. Okay. Just throwing it out there. I'm good. What's our NFL game on Thursday? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I'm just kind of curious. I I will be. uh, I got got a soccer game Thursday. 11 a.m. Georgia Tech got any chance of going to Death Valley and winning? Yeah. Not a great chance. 14 and a half is your spread in that game. Yellow Jackets getting 14 and a half. That's a sneaky little take Georgia Tech line right there. I get the hook on two touchdowns. Clemson coming off the big win against Notre Dame. They played really well, but they're not consistent. I don't, don't hate the Yellow Jackets there. Texas Tech, Kansas, three and a half. Jayhawks giving the Red Raiders in Lawrence. 11 o'clock, Alabama and Kentucky. Thursday's NFL games, Carolina at the Bears. Oh, good God. Woof. Woof. Bezos isn't going to make a lot of money on that one. Woof. Good. Jesus. Woof. Speaking of, it's tomorrow's story. Tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, whenever. CJ Stroud. Oh, I know. I watched the whole game. Ooh. I had that game on working. CJ Stroud, dude. If you're the Carolina GM, you're kind of going, um. Well, if you're the Houston GM, you're going, we got something. It's time to spend some free agent money. He's a dude. Not only is he a dude, I love the way his teammates interact with him. They know he's the dude. He's commanded a team quickly. That drive at the end. Whew, I mean, if you're a Texans fan, and I'm not. Yeah. yeah sure. But if you're a Texans fan, you, like, hey. you needed a moment when that was right. over. Got some stuff going here. Yeah. You. Why is this Alabama Kentucky line so small? It's at home. Kentucky's Kentucky's good. They're not great, but they're good. I mean, but they're not as physical as your typical Kentucky team. No, they're not. So, what's, like, what's it feels number? like a bad matchup. It opened at nine and a half. Oh, and didn't Leary get hurt? I don't know. I did not watch this. Like, I did not watch this. Something just feels weird. I there. didn't watch the state Kentucky game at all. Okay, well, you missed nothing. But I watched LSU Alabama, and then I watched um, USC Washington. I watched some of USC Washington, and then I watched a little bit of Arizona UCLA, and I followed the Stanford game pretty closely. Yeah, Alabama Kentucky nine and a half. And I woke up the next morning not really remembering a whole lot of okay. it, so they ought to tell you something. Vanderbilt at South Carolina—that's where the asses and the seats are going to be on Saturday. <laughs> Columbia, South Carolina, doors, Gamecocks. Sign me up. I miss the Daves for a game like this. The Jefferson Pilot, Lincoln Financial. South Carolina giving 14 to Vanderbilt. Man, it's a dog weekend in the NFL coming up. Is it? There's nothing. I mean, does Vanderbilt care at all to even sort of get in this game? Uh, they'll show, I guess. I don't know. Does Carolina care? I don't know. Can they get bowl eligible? Yeah, I think they can still get to a bowl. Oh, well. I mean, Christmas in Birmingham. Who says no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where a team meeting. I don't like. even remember who they beat right now off the top of my head, but good win for Tom Allen on Saturday. Indiana did win a game against they, somebody. They beat Wisconsin. Oh, that's right. It was Wisconsin. Yeah. They are getting six at Illinois. Maryland, Nebraska. Nebraska getting two at home against the Terps. Maryland got popped over the weekend. Penn State's uh, good. Do what? 
Penn State's yeah. good. Penn State's just not Michigan, Ohio State good. Speaking of, Penn State in Happy Valley, they are getting four and a half from the Wolverines. I mean, if you believe the rumors, today is going to bring big time distractions to the Wolverines. Oh, are they getting popped today? Or at least getting things. The rumor is rumor is Harbaugh's getting suspended today. Oh, really? We'll see. I mean, it's an opportunity for Penn State. And if you're, hey, look, if you're an if you're an Ole Miss fan, and you think you got a shot on Saturday, hey, you're cheering for the Nittany Lions. You're all in on James Franklin. He's your he's your boy on Saturday. You need Penn, for one day Penn State to beat Michigan and then Michigan to beat Ohio State. Let that thing just we're blow at, up. Where everybody goes, you know, we don't have to take a Big Ten team this year. Yeah, if if there is an argument, the Big Ten and the SEC is getting into this bitch. I'm just telling you, like, hey, yeah, you're gonna lean on some people and go, uh, hey guys, I get it, but I know what I know what you're gonna do. Tulane on their march to back-to-back access bowls. They are at home against uh, the Golden Hurricane of Tulsa on Saturday. They are twenty-three point favorites. I mean, credit to Yulman Willie Fritz, Stadium. man. Just, I mean, credit to Willie Fritz. I mean, of all the group of five teams, two in a, I mean, to do it two years in a row. I mean, you got to tip your hat now. That's that's impressive. Sounds like he's going to lose his quarterback, but he'll he'll pay, he'll help him pack his bags and go to a better opportunity. One hundred percent. Get the next guy. Michael Pratt will be celebrated back in Uptown the rest of his life. All good. No matter if he goes to Missouri or Auburn or Texas or wherever. Oh, don't let him go to Auburn. Because you want to pull for him. I like Pratt. (laughs) LSU? Sure. Go down the street? That makes sense. Say him. Where's he from? Is he a Louisiana kid? I have no idea. Liberty minus thirteen against the Old Dominion. They still winning. Oh yeah, they. Oh yeah, handedly. Yeah, on Saturday. They actually turned that on for a few minutes before Alabama LSU started. Liberty's good. Really? Yeah. No. No. Seriously. You it's, le- you it's left almost, the hell of a cupboard. It's almost like that's a really good job. It's a great job. Yeah. It's a great group of five job. You and have, now they're in Cusa where they're just going to run. You have that. more resources than everybody else. Yeah. NC State two and a half on the road at Wake Forest, giving two and a half to Wake on the road. Okay. The suddenly surging Arizona Wildcats giving 10 in Boulder, Colorado on Saturday. Hey, that guy. That guy deserves to be serious consideration for National Coach of the Year if they keep, if they keep this up. Done one hell of a job. Not saying he should win it, but he's he should get invited to the banquet. They're, they Lane win- can get invited to the banquet with a win on Saturday. Oh, I don't even think he has to beat. Well, the win on Saturday, I think he, he, win, wins, he, he, he wins, wins the, the award. Yeah. James Madison giving 26.5 to UConn, Memphis, Charlotte, Apple, whatever. Okay, scrolling. K State giving 20.5 at home against Baylor on Saturday. K State, man. Talking about coaches. You and I had this conversation yesterday. Doing a hell of a job. Climbing? Mm-hmm. He's legit. They took they took Texas to overtime. Pratt's from Boca. Okay, so he's not a Louisiana boy. Okay. Go to Florida. Whew. Oh, can we just quickly touch this? Whoever signed off on those uniforms? 
Oh, is, the Gators is proof that there is no hand raised guy in some of these I spent rooms. the week telling you Arkansas was going to beat Florida, and I felt so much better at it when I saw those two suits because I liked Arkansas's whites. Yeah, and then I went, oh my god, Florida. Arkansas has has solid uniforms, they and they don't mess with them. Um, that was that was an abomination. And like on the back, just put the guy's name: intelligence, courage, equality, freedom. <laughs> You deserve to lose the whole time. All I, I told you that when I saw it, I said they deserve to lose, and they did. They deserved that loss. They 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 destined that loss, preordained it. You have perfectly good uniforms. There's Florida's uniform is catchy it's when they good. wear the orange helmet and the blue jersey and the white pants. I even like the elf on the side of the helmet on the on the alternate helmet. It's fine. Other stuff's good. They have great stuff. Great colors to work with, and you go with that. And then you make some sort of social, and not even a social, because no, some, some guys it was like intelligence, uh, excellence. Excellence had a big run in the fourth quarter. I mean, what are we doing? Where was the person in the room that goes, this is stupid. This is really stupid. And FYI, guys, if we lose like this, everyone's going to make fun of us. So this is stupid. Yeah, alternate uniforms are supposed to help recruiting and the country go, oh, that's cool. Nobody went, oh, that's cool. No. Social media was making fun of you all day. All day. The moment you took the field. And in overtime, they were rooting for Arkansas. Yes. Well, it was just fitting. Florida State giving two touchdowns to the Miami Hurricanes in Tallahassee on Saturday afternoon. 2.30. Okay. Mm. Eh. Just want to keep an eye on. It's, just, just, I mean, if you're cheering, you're, you're a Canes fan. Yeah. Just, I wouldn't want my money on crystal ball, but sure. I feel it. Oklahoma State and their uh, big-time conference matchup in Orlando, Florida against UCF this weekend. Cowboys and the Knights. While we're giving props to good coaches, done here's to you, Mike Gundy. He's only given two and a half in Orlando. Yeah, they're coming off emotional it's game. It's going to have a hard time. I mean, <laughs> the tank is empty <laughs> this morning. They're going to have to coast through the uh, Plumley and the Knights on Saturday. They took that car all the way. I mean, they were on fumes, and there was there's not a fume left. <laughs> <laughs> that that is an emotional game. It is, and they they were they were ready for OU. Again, hat tip. Where was it at? Stillwater. Yeah, there's when I tell you, there's not a drop left in their tank. They'll spend the week trying to get the thing to a quarter full just to have enough. I think Venables completely understood what he was getting into. They probably did. That was not Jeff Levy's best day. Yeah, no. They were not aggressive enough at all. And then on the fourth down play, it's fourth and eight, and your receiver runs a six-yarder out. Also, backing up to it, credit to K-State. You had you had a chance to win it on fourth down right there. Go do it. Sure. Good call. I yeah. have no issue with what they did right there. Don't extend that thing. One play to win the game. It's about process. Yeah. You're, that is a higher probability than making, than stopping, than yes. scoring, and all that stuff. No, go get go get two yards or one, whatever it was. Yeah, go for it. Washington at home against Utah. 230, eight and a half. The line on this one, the Huskies against the Utes. It's an interesting Keep game. Keep an eye on it. It's an interesting game. Washington's, Just put a little star next to it. Washington's time. defense is really vulnerable right now, but now their offense is humming. And Utah offensively can be terrible. Yeah. And it's, it's it's up there. It's in Seattle. And then here, um, little context for this with the uh, game times, Tennessee and Missouri on CBS, Saturday, 2.30 on this one. 
and it is a, a half point spread. Tennessee giving a half point to Missouri on the uh, road in Columbia. Ooh. I mean, your money lines are one hundred and nine both ways. Nothing, just play the game, kick it, and somebody is going to win. Um, I know there's a lot of not even frustration, just kind of change of opinion and thought on what time these games were going to start. But it looked like what CBS did was take a two week look at this. Um, they did. They had Georgia one more time this season. And obviously Ole Miss, Georgia is the better individual game of the two weeks because it's a num- probably number nine, I would assume, when this comes out tomorrow against number one Georgia. But the slate is awful next week, and they had to have a game next week. So they chose Tennessee, Missouri to get Tennessee, Georgia to avoid having to take a different game next week in week 12. I'm pulling that up right now to it's give like you the South games. Carolina. South Carolina, Kentucky, and there's one other SEC game, but it's not compelling at all. It's the SEC on SEC slate next week. You are correct. It is Florida, Missouri, Georgia, Tennessee, and Kentucky, South Carolina. Yeah. That's all you got. So they they did that instead. I mean, they could have taken Abilene Christian at Texas A&M. Hey, the Aggies are bowl eligible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So instead, your your uh, times for the week, just for anybody curious, I know we're doing them as the games come up, but all in one place. Alabama at Kentucky, 11 o'clock on ESPN. Vanderbilt at South Carolina, SEC Network at 11 o'clock. Tennessee, Missouri, CBS 230. Auburn at Arkansas, 3 o'clock on SEC Network. They're hiding that one in the middle of oblivion. Um, Florida, LSU at uh, 630 SEC Network, obviously. Think of, think of my daughter, Caroline, on Saturday afternoon. She really wants this one. If you told her she could have one. She this wants is, this one? This is her one. She yeah. Go? Huh? She oh, going? she'll be there. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm reminding her to stay cool. Okay. Ole Miss at Georgia, 6 o'clock ESPN. Uh, folks in Athens are very excited because, frankly, Georgia plays a ton of day games. Yeah. They don't get a lot of night games at home. They're kind of the CBS yeah, and they Team. get that eleven o'clock some. So like it's sure. just that day kind, that day, mm-hmm. that day game. Uh, Florida at LSU again at six thirty SEC Network game. It's kind of whatever at this point. And then Mississippi State, Texas A and M, ESPN two at six thirty. Yep. I, no one is going to be watching that football game. No, that is as bad of an ESPN major channel night game ratings because of what it's up against across the country. Right. As you can get, I mean that's that's bad. Yeah, it's up against. Um, yeah, there's really no national games. Those are not note this week, so no. they get a they get a little bit of a break. Utah and Washington's a two thirty game. USC Oregon's a nine thirty. But game. you're in the SEC footprint. It's Georgia and Lane Kiffin, and if Ole Miss and Georgia's close, you're not flipping to Texas A and M and God no, Mississippi State no, where the score might be thirteen to eight. I mean, like, oh, man, your boys had a over-under of 14 after halftime on Saturday. So. Hey, we won. It's all good. They win a lot. We're headed to headed to a Florida Bowl. I'm fine giving Phil Parker the Brawls Award. The crap he has to coach with and against. Hand him the award. I got no issues. No. no. At all. Absolutely not. It's all good. All right, hit the rest of the lines in a second. Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. Everything from New Orleans-style barbecue to the uh, lemon cracked pepper. They got the full meals in a bag. They got the two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp. 
Like what's a grocery store? It's a big higher quality shrimp from the New Orleans based company. We're gonna help you out whether you want to get a sampler or get tons of your favorites and stock up. That's twenty five percent off with code RG at PrimeShrimp.com. No matter how you uh, slice it, ten minutes freezer to plate. They ship it directly to you. Again, that is code RG with PrimeShrimp.com. Uh, we're also brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle, based in Jackson, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states as well. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. At Pinnacle, investing is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotion. So regardless of your level of wealth, Pinnacle is going to sit down with you, listen to your goals, study your expenses, and put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for for you. It's mypinwealth.com. M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. John's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows him to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. So listen, if you're thinking about a trip, uh, maybe you're already thinking about next summer, uh, planning something quickly for the holidays, get in touch with John, give him some parameters, give him a budget, let him give you some options that you're probably not going to find on your own. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Uh, Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square, Opa, is the perfect place to plan your Christmas party, your uh, company dinner, your festive party event. Fabulous food, great craft libations, OPA can accommodate up to 200 guests for catering or booking information. Contact Jeannie, 601-421-7147. Also, when you're on the phone with her, if you're interested in a bigger venue, uh, ask about Rafters uh, Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. We'll have picks up on Thursday. They're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. I got Michael Luker won last week, his first win of the season. Did he? Luker had a dominant week on picks. Is he back in it? Uh, no. No, he's not back in it. But hey, he can he can build on this week as he looks to next okay. season. Uh, service specialist, staffing and recruiting agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. They can help you with entry-level position or seasoned professionals, opportunities across the board in multiple fields. It's uh, always free for the candidates, so you've got nothing to lose. Give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. And get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today and take the first step toward a better version of yourself. It's CorinthDental.com. Style Assemblies, Women's Boutique on the Square, offering clothes, shoes, purses, jewelry, art, and more. Huge selection of good or sunglasses for men and women. They just launched their new online store. You can shop from anywhere. That's ShopStyleAssembly.com. Click to shop now. Shipping is free anywhere in the U.S. on orders over $150. And you can use the exclusive discount code RG15 on the website between now until the end of the year to receive 15% off your online purchase. It's a corporate sponsor of the Grove Collective, as well as a founding member of the Grove Collective Business Coalition, and they're announcing a collaboration with the Grove Collective soon. So keep your ears open for that. You can shop online again, shopstyleassembly.com, or stop by the store at 203 North Lamar. Ask for Kate, and she will personally help you out. Podcast also brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation season tickets. 
still available for uh, baseball. they got renewals going on for that. They've got general admission tickets available for the Tad Pad game at Tad Smith Coliseum. That is coming up the night before ULM. They play Sam Houston State. Again, no TV, no streaming. You have to be in attendance to see that action. And then also, you uh, starts tonight. You still get basketball season tickets, men and women. The women play today at 11 against Queens College. Women, uh, men, sorry, tonight against Alabama State. So all those things, OleMissTicks.com. Let's see. Iowa and Rutgers this week. Over under. A new record. 29, even. I mean, first. guys and Knights. First blush, I go under. Rutgers is pretty good on defense, too. Iowa minus five and a half is your line. The five and a half feels so big Where's in a game? game where it's 29, Iowa City. Oh. You were having Piscataway just to make it interesting? Yeah. I mean, we'll get them at home. Minnesota giving two and a half to the uh, Boilermakers. On Saturday. Oof. Hadn't worked out for Purdue so far, has it? Not not even a little. Losing Jeff Brom was not a positive for the program. Turns out he's good. Yeah. Northwestern Wisconsin this week. Oof. 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 Longo's going to get him a win, though. Yeah. You get, this time of the year, you get some woofs. Wisconsin minus 11 and a half. Uh, sure. You going to lay it? No. You know, pick that thing? I mean, I... No. Only thing saving me right now is I get I'm I'm doing really well with money lines. Speaking of, Washington State is on the road at Cal after uh, losing to Stanford. Stanford, my guys. Love you guys. He's done a good job. He has. He's done a really good job. Kids played hard. They have. Yeah. That wide out's legitimately good. Oh, he's 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 the deal. Is he an upperclassman where he's getting like drafted or is he portaling next year? These are things I don't know. But he's gonna have some options if he's a younger dude. I would think he would have options. Of course, I mean, you got to have real options if you're going to like do the whole not leaving Stanford to go get a degree at Well, that's wherever, a good point. You know, if he's going to be a professional in something other than football, yeah. as the commercial says, might want to stay with the Cardinal. Auburn and Arkansas. Speaking of the game we were mentioning a few minutes ago, Arkansas is a three point favorite at home against the Tigers. Look, I just, I just want Caroline to have a good day. Well, we were talking about this is the game Auburn loses, but they're an underdog now. So, frankly, they're, they're not even a favorite. What does it tell you about Arkansas that they fire their OC and then they almost had 500 yards of offense? Did they? Yeah. Kind of went back to doing some stuff they did a year ago. Ran a little tempo at times. Did a lot of the one decision, one throw look. With Jefferson. They're, they've been pretty good on defense for weeks. It's been an offense issue. What's your first blush on what you're going to do there? Kind of think Arkansas minus the three. Okay. They kind of feel like they're going to get interesting for a minute. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you. They get um, they get Auburn, and then they get FIU. And if they were to win those two, they'd have something to play for when they get Missouri at home. Oh, their hands full with Missouri. They need them all, though. They have to have them all. Odds aren't good. No, odds aren't good because I think Missouri's really good. But I think they could get Auburn. Auburn's not going to score a ton of points against them. So if their offense can do anything, they'll they'll be in that game. Strange start time, but uh, one Kane definitely needs on Saturday. They've got Arkansas State in Mobile. He's an eleven point favorite against the uh, Red Wolves on Saturday. His team's pretty beat up. They need, Are they? Yeah, they they got some quarterback issues. They had to finish that game against Troy with the freshman, and he. He tried. What was the final? 
it got away from him in the fourth quarter. But okay. Speaking of guys who've done a really good job. Summerall. John Summerall. He's good. Really good. I mean, I have to. I would. I would have to think if Kurt, if if Stoops did jump to Iowa and that there was moves there, that he would be first or second call in Lexington. He might be the first call. Yeah, would make a lot of sense. And from a culture standpoint, wouldn't be a big change. There wouldn't be much transition. No. Oregon State at home against Stanford. Speaking of Beavers, minus twenty one. That's a big line. Because Oregon State doesn't blow people out. No, that's a. That's a, that's a strange line. Yeah. Because Oregon State let Colorado hang around the other day. A couple late t- touchdowns just kind of was weird. Stanford just can't score much. Yeah. But, well, they'll defend you. Mm-hmm. West Virginia, Oklahoma. The Sooners trying to get off the mat after that one in Bedlam. That? that is in Norman, okay. Oklahoma. Because if that was in Morgantown, that was oof, that's a spot. 12 and a half the line on this one. I don't hate West Virginia there. Another one of those captivating Big 12 games we've always known and loved. Cincinnati at Houston. This week, Cincinnati plus two and a half on the road at Houston. It's awful. I'm never going to get used to this. It just isn't a thing. It's going to take a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Ole Miss and Georgia. It is at. Uh, it is actually continues to go down. It is at ten right now. Yeah, yeah. Some of the early money came in on Ole Miss and that that number. Preseason, if you wanted this number, you could have gotten that bad boy at twenty and a half. Ooh, so Ole Miss has cut it in half Sign right me now. Up. Mm-hmm. Look, I think this is a, I think this is a very competitive game. Money lines on this: Georgia minus five ninety nine, Ole Miss plus two sixty. About okay. The, the Georgia line's a little higher. They don't want you betting on Georgia. They don't no. want free money. Right. The Ole Miss line is that's about right. But the two sixty that's not a terrible value buy. No, it's a good value buy. Yeah, it's a really good value buy. I like that a lot actually. You like the money line better, or you like the ten point better? I like the ten point better. I mean, don't get me wrong. Well, I mean, but the value playing a close game against Georgia is very doable. Winning the game is something we just haven't seen. That's where I'm at here. Not saying Ole Miss can't win the game. Ole Miss can absolutely win the football game. The problem with the computers the- like Ole Miss more than people do. The pro- 30 to 35%. Yeah, the problem with it is if it's a seven-ish point game, you're sort of doing everything in your power to get back. to, to So you can fall to 14. So it can fall because you make a turnover or something. You, you know, you, you get away from your principles or whatnot. The question is, can Ole Miss run on these guys? Can you run the football? If you can, you've got a shot. If you can't, you don't. And then on the other side, it's just they, they're so they have so many athletes. Can you hold up defensively for sixty minutes? Force third downs, knowing you're gonna get, you're going to give up some, but just get off the field as much as you can. Just stay in third and medium all day and try to get off the field, and don't give up the eighty five yard touchdown. I think I agree with Grind here. If I were playing with real money on this, I think I would put some on Georgia minus the points, and then I think I'd hedge it by taking the Ole Miss money line. Oh. Okay. With a little bit. What's the over-under? 59. That's about right. Run the ball and win some one-on-ones on the outside. Yeah, you need Trey Harris to have a day. You need Watkins and Wade. And they're banged up at corner. Yeah. Their linebacker's out that calls the defense. I'm assuming he's out. He broke his forearm. Yeah, Mike Griffith and I are 
doing a sh- his show today. We're going to do my show later in the week. Um, Mike said, you know, they're they're without their best player on offense and their best player on defense. Now with Georgia, that means less than it does with other teams because of what Kirby's been able to build there with the depth and the explosiveness, and they just have guys everywhere. obviously more as the week goes on no reason to stay on Ole Miss in Georgia currently Texas TCU Texas giving 10 in Fort Worth on Saturday Texas surviving that scare from Kansas State with the comeback by the Wildcats Florida LSU Florida's getting 13 and a half in Baton Rouge what is Daniel's status I would assume he'll be okay but God he took a hit he did that was dirty. How does that not get called? I don't know. How of the whole weekend, that's the play. How does that not get called? Targeting on any player, but a quarterback and that quarterback. He launched. Called. He launched. At, with, with his helmet. With his helmet at the, the, the top quarterback in the SEC. And dropped all of his weight on him and drove him into the ground. Drove him into the ground. This is the same guy who tried to rip Jackson Dart's head off. Mm-hmm. And was it last year that he tried to knock Daniels out of the game? I don't remember that. No, he went after Quinn Ewers last year in oh. in in um, Austin. Had that dirty hit that knocked Ewers out of the game. It's those kind of calls where you look up and go, "That's." I mean, I. It's hard to call it. and I'm not going to come to it cheating. I'm just going, what are you doing? What are you seeing? How are you not doing that? That's not incompetence because I'm staring at it. You're watching the play. Like It's not like, hey, I'm in the wrong position and I missed something. You know what I mean? It's not you got caught up in the freaking Alabama crap and they make a big play and you just hold on to your flag. But the replay official could have blown oh, yeah. that. I mean, they could have gone, hey, we got a, that was targeting. targeting. We got a targeting thing we need to look at. I, I, I'm, that's the one that I'm floored on. No, it's it's ridiculous. Lane said he was blown away. Yeah. Yeah, he singled out that call. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Dart was hit a couple times, and then they were, more of that was like after play stuff. They were like kind of smashing his head in the ground and doing stuff when he was on the ground to him. That's the one live action play from the week. You're like, whoa. And he appears to be okay from taking that upper body shot in the middle of the game. Yeah, I guess it knocked his breath out from him. That's what he said. I asked him, did okay. you just get your bell rung? Yeah. That A&M State game, uh, God, this line. If you know something on Max Johnson, you might can make a little money here as bad as State is. A&M is giving 18. I kind of like State in the points because I just don't know that – I don't know that a and going to care. Now, I'm not sure State cares either. They got an interesting decision to make. Arnett's going to have a hard time telling the guys, hey, the Egg Bowl really matters, guys. Really? I'm going to need you right here. They got a really. We're going to wear our gold uniforms and we're going to get in this bitch. And it's. Got a big decision to make. And you can fire him and you can hand him his $4 million and he'll go coordinate somebody's defense somewhere. But then what? Then what? I mean, I think he'd go get the LSU job as the defensive coordinator and go down there and take his $4.5 million and put it in the bank. and mm-hmm. That'll probably help with the down payment on a house. 
Then what? Who are you hiring at Mississippi State right now today? Well, I, thought, I mean, you, you look at their message boards, and it's just a bunch of random names. There's not the one where it goes, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting. Again, the SEC is not going to start quaking in its boots, and they go, hey, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Rhett Lashley. Okay. With what money? Exactly. What's your NIL? What are you doing? I mean, just threading our board today about how there are a couple of their insiders on some of their message boards talking about how they don't have enough analysts. They don't have enough portal analysts. They don't have enough staff members compared to everybody else. I'd buy it. Something's off. Go pull up the staff directory at these schools. You'll scroll for a minute. A lot of people with very specific things they work on. And if you don't have them, you're falling behind in whatever those specific areas are. Michigan State, Ohio State. Ohio State minus 31 and a half. Game that has lost a lot of appeal over the last few weeks. Duke getting 12 on the road in uh, Chapel Hill on Saturday. North Carolina Duke on Saturday. Yeah. Whatever. Not particularly interested now. Who's going to win the Heisman? Uh, it won't be Daniels now. It won't be Caleb Williams. Whew, that was a weird look for him at the end of the game. We're a long way from that three weeks ago winning team equity. Who wins the Heisman? Isn't that crazy? Marvin Harrison Jr. Sure. probably has his I would kind of like a non-quarterback to win just for the hell of it. He would be a leading candidate. Keon Coleman at Florida State. Penix or Knicks? Penix, Knicks, the winner of that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the level of laughter if Bo Nix wins the Heisman? Pretty high. <laughs> The Heisman. I mean, remember that fun like thirty six hours when he was considering Ole Miss and everybody's heads. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was like, that makes a ton of sense. He's good. He was good at Auburn. Mm-hmm. UCLA minus seventeen at home against Arizona State on Saturday. Sun Devils are bad. Yeah, big loss for UCLA though. Iowa State, BYU, Iowa State minus seven in Provo on Saturday. Good God. What? BYU, they they got destroyed at West Virginia. Oh, did they? Yeah, I mean, just to the point of you're like. Did you take BYU? Yeah, oh, of course. Okay. I had ten and a half. I thought I was smart. You've been taking and getting West Virginia all year. You can't figure out Neil Brown. You're all over the map on West Virginia this yeah, season. I'm terrible at it. I'm just, I'm bad at the whole thing. 9.30 on a Saturday Again, night. thank you, Stanford, man. I love you guys. Love you guys. About the time we're firing up the postgame show, the um, USC Trojans are in uh, Austin Stadium in Eugene to play the Oregon Ducks. I don't see Saturday. how they stop Oregon. Oregon no, might no. score 70 points. I mean, defensively, they are awful. They're awful. They fired Alex Grinch over the weekend. That'll fix it. <clears throat> Wasn't all his fault. I mean, Lincoln Riley has a reputation for a reason. Until he fixes it, it's who he is. They just don't fit the Big Ten right now. No. And they're going to the Big Ten. As you said, the, the weather gets in on you and stuff happens. Yeah, and there's a bunch of big physical teams in the Big Ten that play defense. Might be the program that's not fitting their new conference the most. I mean, USC against Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, they're in trouble. And you get beat up because it's week after week after week after week. It's not one game where I've got to highlight that and go to it. No, and then again, you got that weird week when you're in this random place and 
Well, like when USC goes to Purdue, that's the biggest game in Purdue in a long time. They're going to get jacked up. And the USC kids are going to be like, what are we doing in Indiana? Because <laughs> I've been to West Lafayette. Yeah. I mean. November the 7th at Camp Randall and SC's going, we're freezing to death. Yeah. This is not our cup of tea. And these people are bloodthirsty. Yeah. Mm. I don't like it. And then now a game that has zero appeal whatsoever, even if it had one ounce before this, Air Force is in Honolulu on Saturday night. Well, if we're still doing that show when that game's going, something really good happened for the Rebels. Well, I mean, we will start. We'll only be an hour in when it kicks off. What it's time, a, it's what time 10 is it o'clock. Oh, okay, yeah. We'll, we'll have it on. Yeah. Air Force, Hawaii, 10 o'clock Eastern, Main Central. It's only 30 minutes behind SC and Oregon. Okay. I mean, that's what we'll be watching. Yeah. We'll, we'll turn them both on. And Unless you want to watch Fresno happens. State, San Jose State. Uh, that might be a better game, actually. Really? Yeah. Fresno's not bad. They beat the hell out of Boise. Um, I don't know if anybody cares or whatever. This popped up on my email a minute ago. Today is the uh, 175th anniversary of Ole Miss opening its doors. Oh, okay. Well, they had yeah, that on the today. field Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little Lyceum thing. The 1848 mm-hmm. thing. Uh, yeah. First class, uh, 175 years ago with uh, a first session with 80 students. Oh. That was the number back in the back in the day. So. I think if you told those people what it would look like 175 years later, they would have been a little mind blown, huh? Been a little shocked by a lot of things at that point, right? Not what. Again, it's, it's, it's. College football is dumb and stupid and wonderful in so many ways. And one of them is we are putting hundreds of million dollars in the pockets based off decisions that were made in the 1920s because teams got lined up in this way and they did this. I mean, because as much as we celebrate Hume or whatever the Ole Miss dude was, there was some dude at Tulane that went, we don't need the SEC. <laughs> we're good. Eh. Probably not happy at Sewanee with that that person, huh? Georgia Tech. Georgia's going, thank you. Oh, sure. Awesome. Yeah. Nice job. Absolutely. Good job, guys. So, podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark. Any SPARC service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's anyspark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, one controls, network security, and much more. So get the best internet in Lafayette County. That's 662-238-3159. All right, I, I'm, I'm going from the stream here because this is big news to me. Hayden Harris says, were you expecting the Cubs to keep Hendricks, Neil? Did they, did they not keep him? Because, yes, I expected them to keep him. I expected them to sign him to a new deal. Right, did they let him go? Someone needs to let me. This is, Kyle Hendricks is sort of my guy. That really uh, is your dude, isn't it? Yeah, I love Cal Hendricks. I'll have a uh, what he said. What uh, he, Cal Hendricks and Jan Gomes back next season. Oh, okay. <laughs> Goodness, that's about to kind of. I needed a moment. That was the end of an era. I'm a Cal Hendricks guy. Um, are you a displaced corporate executive, or uh, wanting to? I need a minute. Uh, wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Either way, Andy Ludicky can help. He's a longtime Rivals board member, a diehard college football fan, franchise veteran. 
He uh, owns multiple franchises and businesses, uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy. Uh, put your life and career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. It's MyPerfectFranchise.net. You can contact Andy directly at Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net or 404-973-9901. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. There's a lot offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings, uh, from beginner lessons to advanced to competing at nationally recognized competitions. Um, to learn more, get in touch with them on uh, Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of, whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program? Riverland Roofing has you covered. Home or business is a GAF master elite contractor that can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured. Riverland services Mississippi and its surrounding states. So text or call Riverland today at 662-644-4297. And are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. College Town Oxford's next door to the university offering spacious two, three, four, and five-bedroom cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. Their incredible amenities will make you feel like you're living in a resort. Whether it's a weekend binge-watching session or hosting the best game day parties, you'll do it in comfort and style, cheering on the Rebels with your friends. It's a community that is designed to give you the perfect blend of comfort and convenience. So check them out at collegetownoxford.com. You can text their VIP list today. Be the first to know when leasing for fall 2024 is open. 662-300-3733. Heavenly Sunshine has Christmas on their minds. They're announcing holiday lights by Heavenly Sunshine. Christmas lights are beautiful. They can be a lot of work. Let them take care of the hassle and do the work with you with their full-service installation plan. They'll install, take down, and store the lights even. Commercial-grade LEDs that are 100% customizable for your home or business. They take care of the lights, and you take care of the gifts. They've been serving the Mid-South in Oxford for, for over, over four decades. Their full-service commercial and residential property maintenance includes power washing, soft wash roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. That's HeavenlySunshine.com or 662-342-1203. Podcast also brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery, JohnsonHillCreamery.com. Three different packages for their tailgating. you still got one more game left. ULM next week, last one. So spurge a little if you haven't already this season. Let them uh, handle all the catering for that. They feed 10, 20, or 40, depending on what you need. Everything from their large specialty trays that include the artisanal, their cheese they make in-house every single day, the grazing, the charcuterie, which is my favorite, sandwich trays, cheesecake dip, desserts, hummus, feta dip, pepper jelly. Plenty of options. JohnsonHillCreamery.com. You can order right there on the website. You pick up at Chicory Market. And tell them which game you're ordering for, as well as if you'll pick up on Friday or Saturday. JohnsonHillCreamery.com. So, I mean, we all expect a blowout. I think Ole Miss is a 24-point favorite against Alabama State tonight. They're at the Pavilion. I would expect a pretty good crowd just being the opening game for Chris Beard. Yeah. I mean, why not? Sure. Um, do we see – but? What are we aware of as far as what they have from a rotation standpoint in this, do you feel like? I know you don't know. But Ole Miss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're going to play the two young guards. Um, I mean, I, I think he feels good with about eight guys right now. He 
he probably, I think he has said, I have to go back and look at it, his press conferences last a long time because he gives very thorough, detailed answers to good questions. Um, I think these first three, four games is going to be a lot of lineup experimenting against other teams. I don't think just because you start tonight means that you're definitely a starter. He's clearly challenging the older guys to play older. He's challenging the younger guys to play hard. He's challenging the older guys to play hard and smart. He needs, for this team to win, he's got to have a lot out of Morrell, out of Brakefield, out of Allen Flanagan. Um, Jamari and Sharp has to play really well. They, they, they've got a path, but it's, it's a narrow path if there's no Brandon Murray. I mean, and Cisse's a depth guy at the, at a minimum. A really good defender. Yeah. So you really damn good defender. Because with him and Sharp both on the front court, you're going, hey, got something right there. You just, I mean, again, I do not expect either eligible, but they haven't even made a decision yet. I mean, this is just. Well, I asked Keith Carter about it a week ago. He thought they were moving closer towards something with Cisse. But. So far, nationally, I don't see anybody getting cleared. Then one dude that's made a lot of headlines getting cleared. Wasn't that right? One guy, I think. Just, ugh. So I'm, I'm curious to see it. Um, the Hornets in the Alabama State? Yeah, I think that's right. Is that correct? I think that's right. Uh, Tony Madlock is their coach. Former, correct. Former Ole Miss assistant, former Ole Miss interim head coach. He's in year two. Yes, five games that actually drove to St. Louis to cover that tournament. Poof. Really? Yeah. Ole Miss played South Carolina on a Wednesday night, and there wasn't a soul in that place. Oh, that's right. George opens up. Mike White, uh, they're in Oregon today. Okay. Six-point uh, underdogs there okay. to the Ducks. Tennessee, who should be really, really good. Really good. Um. They Tennessee. played a very high-level exhibition with Michigan State last week. Tennessee is getting some Final Four talk. This is ES, Sports it's a, Center. It's an ESPN Chicago notification, probably about Kyle Hendricks. Is it? Yeah. Is that what it says? I'm looking. Okay. What's the notification? I'm looking. Okay. Uh, just a show's going live. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a lot of notification if you're getting in on that. Feels a little extreme. It does. Okay. Just saying. NBA um, has been awesome. Grind says NBA has been awesome. NBA has been awesome. Uh, Victor Wimbanyama the other night was spectacular. It was it was really fun. Kentucky minus 15 and a half against New Mexico State tonight in their opener. Okay. Um, Kentucky's good. Who else you got? Alabama minus 21 against Moorhead State tonight. I think Alabama's going to be a good team. I think Alabama's a tournament team. I'm scrolling. I'm looking. Uh, Duke against Dartmouth tonight. I'm going to guess Duke will be a tournament team. Really? I think so. They got Connor Flagg, by the way. We didn't talk about that the other day. Cooper Flagg. Cooper Flagg, sorry. Yeah, either way. Close enough. Cooper, I think it looks like kind of it. Cooper Flagg's got a chance to be a franchise player. He's legit. Really? Really, really, really good player. you surprised they're picking colleges for a year instead of doing something else? No. I mean, Duke's probably paying every bit as much as G League. Oh, really? Yeah. The high-level G League guys... Frankly, more. The high-level G League guys are getting like a million bucks to go play G League for a year. Oh, are they really? Yeah. 
So that's about what his the number kid would from, be. The kid from Texas uh, who, Ron Holland, he got, supposedly he got a little over a million to go play G League. And yes, if you just are a complete degenerate and want to bet on it tonight, that is the line. Ole Miss is favored by 23 and a half over the Alabama State Hornets tonight. Oh. I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know enough to touch that. There wouldn't be a reason to touch it because. I mean, if you told me, I would lay points because I think they'll keep playing. Because he's gonna play other guys, and they're gonna want to show. And, but yeah, and again, Queens College against Ole Miss in the women's game, eleven o'clock line? there. I don't have a line <laughs> on that. And then uh, a lot to a little. And then on Thursday, they do host uh, the women host Oklahoma in a. Uh, Big early game for uh, them at the Pavilion. Six o'clock start for the uh, the Sooners and the uh, Rebels. So there is uh, that. So anyway, appreciate everybody. I know a uh, good number in the stream today. All the guys in the chat as well. Thanks to uh, Ginger. I said you said you filled up at the Oxford Exxon and had Crystal on the way out of town. So you hit a double double Man, decker for us there. Being really nice on us. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So appreciate that. Hope all of you have a wonderful day again leading up to Ole Miss and Georgia from Athens, 6 o'clock on Saturday night, college game day in attendance, all the things. We'll continue to hit it on MPW Digital and rebelgrove.com. Talk to you tomorrow. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.